0: and sign up today. You're listening to the Portrait System Podcast. I was centered more on getting bumps on seats. I didn't care so much
1: about the money. At that point for me, the objective was to make myself known to the professional community and make women talk about me. That was my objective.
0: Beata is an amazing photographer in Madrid, Spain, and she has been able to have a really great sales average in an area where it is said that people won't spend money on photos. Beata has a specific target market, and that is successful women, often who are in leadership roles. Beata focuses on feeling powerful in her photo shoots, and she has a really great campaign that has been bringing her clients in. She shares all about this during her interview today, and I think you're going to love it. Okay, let's get started with Beata Proska. Hi, Bayata. How are you? Hi, Nikki. I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you very much. Thank you for being here on the Portrait System. I'm excited Uh, to hear all about it, about your story.
1: It's my honor. I've been following the Portrait Masters for a couple of years. Well, actually, and I'm listening to every podcast of yours.
0: Oh, awesome. Isn't it so fun when you get to be on a guest of something that you like watch faithfully or listen to faithfully? Yeah, exactly. I was like totally thrilled when they contacted with me. It was like, you know, dream come true to be on the podcast. Oh, it's so awesome. And real quick, I don't say this enough, but for people listening, uh-huh. we do have on the, uh, on the website, if you go to theportraitsystem.com and click on podcast and scroll down, there's a little thing where you can apply. And you don't have to be the most successful photographer in the world. We like to have a range of people doing different things. So if you're thinking about applying, Do it. And if we just, you know, if the team is like, Oh, maybe not quite yet, then we have you there, you know, maybe in a little while. But anyway, I encourage people to do that. Okay, let's talk about you, Beata. Um, Take us back a little bit. Have you always been a portrait photographer? Or did you have a, a career prior to that?
1: I have a career prior to that actually uh, portrait photography is quite new to me I have been in the energy um, environment uh, for the for the 17 years out of my out of my career I actually started in Paris as a Petroleum ah. Products Trader back in 1993. And then I continued in my in the energy field for the next 17 years, working in Geneva, working in Warsaw, working wow. in uh, London, and eventually from Madrid, also in the uh, in the energy system on the um, international level and uh, in executive positions.
0: And you live in Madrid now? Yes. In Spain? Yeah, okay. Something I read about you on your website that just, I'm like like... If you're watching this on video, you can see I'm like praising, like <laughs> bowing to you that you speak seven languages. Yes. Like you're my hero.
1: Oh, that's yeah. Well, no, actually, I mean, for someone who comes from the Eastern Europe, I'm Polish. Uh, okay. It was a pure necessity because nobody in the world in the past spoke Polish. So it was a pure necessity to, let's say, go out of my country and get to know the world just speaking the languages. And mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, that's the story. There is
0: no, there's no more sparkle to that. Oh, I know, but it's, it's just, it really is incredible, you know, thank for you. your brain. And I know it's a little bit different than when it's a necessity, as opposed to just someone who goes out and wants to learn, you know, seven languages for fun or whatever. But I feel like there is a really special person who speaks. I just feel like you're very special for speaking. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's just so wonderful. It's so wonderful. Yeah, I just wanted Thanks. to throw that in there. Thank you. Okay, so you worked in the kind of energy... And at first when you said energy I was like oh as in like reiki or um you know the meditation world but no this is like energy as in corporate climate all of that sort of
1: Yes, actually, yeah, yeah. Okay. actually, I started in the in you know, I was twenty something when I started, and I started in the back office of um, of a crude oil trading. So I worked like my way up towards the trading. I was first in the back office, then I was in the trading, okay. and then I started to work as a managing director of Texas Utilities, which is a US company, uh, back in Warsaw, and then Morgan Stanley in London, and then for in Madrid. So they're all big corporate companies, and I yeah. had roles of responsibility in those companies. So I was actually had a pretty high corporate position in all of them so uh, for me being uh doing what i do right now was a 180 degrees shift in career which i um ventured into five years ago well
0: that's what i was thinking like being a small business owner doing something creative is quite a shift (laughs) from from doing corporate you know dealing with what you were dealing with like that's a that's a big shift was there a like a turning point that all of a sudden you just decided like you were done and you needed to change or is this something that was a buildup over time?
1: A little bit of both. My personal circumstances changed uh, five years ago. So I thought that that was a very good moment to uh, actually try something new professionally. And mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I had been thinking about being a business owner because when you work for big, big companies, everything is so easy. You know, we have a name, you have a budget, you have a secretary, you know, you don't have to worry about anything. You just mm-hmm. have to do your business. And uh, when I was thinking about photography, I have to photograph the whole of my life. My children have like wardrobes, uh, you know, like of photographs. Uh, uh, but it was all amateur. So I decided to try um, my strength in the photography business. But in the in the beginning, I didn't know what it would mean. I thought I would yeah. photograph ninety percent of the time. I didn't know that being a business owner would entail ninety percent of all the all the other things that you have to do. So it came <laughs> as a bit of a surprise. Uh obviously mm-hmm. um I, I had to uh, I had to learn. But I came across Bryce and that was an eye-opener for me. I, um, mm. suddenly I really took to her as my mentor, not only as my mentor, uh, into photography, but, uh, but most of all as mentor, as a business owner. That was okay. really wide-opening to me. And I had all the support, um, be, I'm a subie, I'm one of the three Subies in Spain. Oh, okay. I'm an accredited uh, portrait master photographer. Awesome. Uh, so I, I'm quite happy about that. I needed this recognition and I needed the proof that my photography is
0: on the on the
1: professional level.
0: Well, it is. I mean, it definitely is. I was looking at your work. I was like, wow, mm. it's really, really beautiful. For <laughs> Thank sure. you. But Thanks. it is, you know, it's nice to have judges, you know, from around the world to be critiquing and telling you that that's the case. So I love that with the associates. It's very cool. I want to back up a little bit because you had said something about how You know, when you have this sort of corporate job, you don't have to worry about anything. Everything, a lot of things are done for you, you know, whatever. But it's so interesting because Sue and I just did an episode on her self-value podcast about how sometimes having that corporate job or salary paid job can be a false sense of security because like you could lose your job. Like the company could go under and then what, you know, I mean, I know you can always go get another job, but it's sometimes it's almost like a false sense of security. Whereas when you have your own business and your own, your own business, really, you're in control. You know, you're the one who can make it or break it. Someone's not going to fire you or you're not going to get laid off. You know, it's, it's just such an interesting mind shift. Yes, there is more to it, but wow, that freedom to be able to do what you want when you want and know that you're not ever going to lose your <laughs> your job. It's kind of nice. It, it's nice. And that's
1: what I like because, um, the one thing that I really love about the business that is that I am in control. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it works both ways because you know when you're um, when you're feeling well, you have to cancel sessions. You don't have a you don't have a job, but it's really. Uh, an exercise in um, in self value for me mm-hmm. uh, to have my own business is an exercise in self value because I do charge um, standard like professional standard prices, which is very difficult uh, in the in the Spanish markets because we have most uh, mostly shoot and burn photographers and nobody except for subies charges uh, or has a pricing uh, yeah. model uh, that is the let's say professional pricing model. So yeah. so it's not always easy because I'm. Going I'm going to tell yeah. you that the hardest thing for me, out of all the things in running my own business, was actually finding clients. Because mm-hmm. when I represented big names like Endesa, Morgan Stanley, Texas Utilities, Elf Aquitaine, uh, Total Energies, I had the name of my card, and people actually mm-hmm. wanted to do business with me because I represented those those um, you know first names in the uh, in the energy industry in the world. But yeah. who knows, Beata Praska? Nobody. So, uh, right. for me, the biggest shock was, okay, I have my website. Where are my clients? They're not coming to me. Oh my God. I must be horrible. I mean, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. doing something wrong until I understood that it's really about reaching to those clients. And, uh, as one of the others would be said, uh, ADS always be selling, right? Kitty McKeel, yeah. she said that, and I really very much identified with that. So I had to change my mind about if I don't have clients, it's not because I'm doing a wrong job. No, it's because I'm not doing enough efforts to put myself out of there. So putting mm. myself out of there, it's something that has cost me more. I'm not 20 anymore. I might not not like my wrinkles, but I needed to learn that uh, I need to put myself out of there. And I'm doing that for the business, for the sake of business and for fulfilling my dreams of being a successful business owner. Mm -hmm. And so I had to, you know, like totally change my mindset, and uh, and I think I'm doing it right at the moment. (laughs) It seems like you are for sure. Okay, there was a
0: lot you said in there that I just want to. I want to back up just a little bit. I want to make sure that listeners who maybe aren't part of like the Portrait System membership, I want to make sure they know what you're talking about. So when we say Subi, it was just it's just kind of a term that came along when people started following like the business model, or and not even following it necessarily to a T. Like I took the business model and I tweaked it. To what worked for me, but just like the basics of a business model that works really, really well. And you can, like, that's within the portrait system where Sue teaches that. And sometimes people are like, I'm a B. like, I follow that business model. So I just want people to be like, what, like, who might not know and be like, what is she talking about? And that's all within the portrait system in the membership. Now, another thing you said is when you are kind of like in a community and you might be the first or the second or the third who has decided. I'm going to charge industry standard. It can be scary as hell. Like you said, it was like, oh my gosh, like it can be hard. Okay, I say this and sometimes people get mad, but it can be done. And we have people, examples from around the world of where it can be done. I'm not saying it's easy at all. But like, it, just a quick example, Like, and I know in Seattle, it's the cost of living is higher, pricing is higher or whatever. But when I first Started doing photo shoots, you know, um, personal branding and different networking groups. There were photographers. It was 150 bucks headshot, many days, like whatever. And I'm like, um, I charge a thousand dollars. Like, but eventually, when you get yourself out there and you build a name for yourself and you have client experiences and referrals, it starts to happen. So maybe you could tell us in Madrid where this is not common practice to spend thousands of. Euros or dollars on portraits. Like, tell us how you started that shift.
1: Okay. I have to tell you that, um, according to me, nobody wakes up uh, with an idea. You know what? Today I need a good photograph. I give myself a photograph. (laughs) Nobody. Right. We mm-hmm. wake up, we say, oh, my hair is terrible. I need to go to the hairdresser. Oh, my, my nails are not done. I'll better call, you know, my, my manicures. Now I no. So no, nobody wakes up with this necessity to, uh, to photograph uh, himself or herself. Mm-hmm. So, and, uh, most of the people uh, don't even attach that, that much significance to their image, to their, yeah. to the power of the image. I'm very um, active on LinkedIn. This is the social media that I actually, that is my predominant social media. Oh, and and LinkedIn, I, okay. Yes, yeah. and I yeah. decided to put my efforts into LinkedIn. Of course, I love Instagram as well, but Instagram is, uh, sometimes I, you know, sometimes I find me on Instagram, but most of my clients come from LinkedIn and most of my clients also come for a 50 over 50 project. I have right. to tell you that I needed to, needed to make this uh, project 50 over 50 to attract women that I wanted to photograph. And because I come from a corporate industry, I knew exactly that my ideal client would be a professional woman in executive position because I needed that. I needed to connect with people who are similar like me. I didn't want to photograph just anyone. I needed to connect with women, let's say of um, of, of a certain sense of a certain importance. And I made this project about uh, professional female leadership. Okay. So mm-hmm. that rang a bell on LinkedIn professional uh, female leadership. So Professional women were starting to interested in this project. And, uh, and I started before the, before COVID, I managed to photograph five women. How did I find them? In networking events. I went to a networking event and there my first client was the ambassador of Costa Rica in Madrid, Anna Elena Chacomechevarria. She said, what a great project. Fine. I'll be there. And this was the first woman I photographed. And the project obviously is about photographing 50 women over 50 years old. And she was the first one. And because she was such a powerful woman, she told all her friends and other powerful women women started to come. But I think they were coming, not just for the portrait. They were coming because in Spain, people live in communities, especially women. They live in communities. They like to go out to dinner, 10 of them, 5 of them, not just Mm -hmm. 2 of them. It's a different culture than back in Poland. That's Mm -hmm. why um, this project entailed so many women. And I had ambassadors um, for this project, you know, like telling all their friends that they have to be photographed. And each, uh, and this project, yes, sorry. Can you just
0: pause there for a second? So just so I can ask you some questions that I know the listeners are wondering about. Mm -hmm. So, okay, so you said you got the first five from networking. Yes. But I know it's it's not often that you just like show up to a meeting and all of a sudden you have five people booked and da da da. Like, how did you navigate that? Like did you just find a local group and show up the first time and you found them or did it take some time to get to know people? Like how did that work?
1: Yeah. Well I knew I had to do work networking, okay, because otherwise I wouldn't I would get like clients. I was just beginning and um, how do I get clients? So I went to a networking, I, I, I went to all the networking events that I could, and I basically put myself out there saying, Listen, I'm a you know, I have this wonderful project. Would you would, are you interested to find out more? And she was, mm-hmm. and she was the ambassador. So so this is how I found my first ideal woman to photograph for this project very successful because she also used to be the prime minister in her country. Oh so wow. so, so imagine the past. The most powerful woman I could photograph at that time, I did. And then we were shut for COVID for three months. We didn't do anything. But uh, obviously three months have gone, you know, everybody was out and everybody wanted to feel beautiful. Put the red lips that they didn't put for three months. So again, Mm -hmm. I had a good reason. There was a good reason. But most of all, people did not identify with the project because of the beauty. They identified because of the power and of the power. female leadership. Mm-hmm. So this is how I tweaked uh, to get what I to get what I wanted and to make myself known on the That's the story of how I got women in the first place to uh, to my studio.
0: I really love the way you really just narrowed it down to a specific type of person. Like you niched it down to women. In power. You know, I, I think that's really great. Now, okay, two things. When you got these women to do this 50 over 50 project, was it they were booking a full photo shoot? Were you were they coming in for a certain fee and they were getting one image? How did you work that?
1: In the beginning, I didn't charge the industry standards because I was, remember pre COVID, that was 2019. That was like four okay. years ago. So I was yeah. just, I was just beginning. And let me just tell you that I was beginning about a couple of attempts into newborn photography, which I don't like at all. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yes. so I knew mm-hmm. I had to, I had, I knew I had to change into personal branding. So from what I recall, I only charged something like 200 euros and they got the full uh, makeover, uh, you know, hair and makeup. In this session, and then I they they probably even got one image, uh, for free, uh, matted image, printed the matted image, and okay. then for extra photographs, if they wanted to buy, I charged. I can't recall how much I charged, probably 150 or 200 euros per matted image, printed, matted, and digital. I think okay. I don't quite remember. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's but, how I'm too.
1: But yeah. I was I was centered more on getting bumps on seats. I didn't care so much about mm-hmm. the money at that point. For me, the objective was to make myself known to the professional community and make mm-hmm. women talk about me. That was my objective. yes.
0: I love that, Beata. It's like I think sometimes people do get hung up on the money, especially when you see stories like when the within the portrait system of like, oh, I had a five thousand dollars sale or. Oh, I had a $3,000 sale or I had a $25,000 month. And they're like, I want that. But you have to build first. Yes. You know, you have to start with a beautiful p- portfolio and getting your name out there. And, it, you know, and it sounds like you were doing those things, which is awesome. So, okay, so you got your, your, you know, things rolling, like things are going. And you mentioned something about an ambassador within this campaign sort of project you were doing. Can you tell people what that entails for, for that ambassador? Yes. Well, it was,
1: uh, again, something not very intentional, but I think when you are nice to people and you are really provide a great quality service and product, both of them, it has to be both service and product Yes, and you are nice and you are the person that people want to, you know, like you make people, I have a home studio, I have a studio at home. So it's easy for people to come here and feel really great. Everybody who comes says, "Wow!" And they don't have to know that part of the space is my, you know, is my home. They don't have to know because it's an open space, and uh, Mm. they don't have to know that there is a living area behind. Anyway, I had an ambassador, a woman who is organizing the global, who is actually responsible in Spain for. um, Sending the delegation to the Global Summit of Women, which is taking place every year in a different country, it's a big meeting for professional women. Global Summit mm-hmm. of Women. You can you can uh, you can look for it on LinkedIn or on Google. And this year, actually, those meetings are taking place in Spain in May. And so uh, she saw value in this project and I didn't have to ask her she basically was sending all the women from the organization to my studio so I got to photograph the most influential women in the professional or the professional scene in Madrid not only because I have have clients also from all over Spain so so she became my ambassador you know my non-nominated ambassador and for this I was forever grateful.
0: Yes. Okay. So she started referring people to you, talking yes. about you. Yeah. I, okay. So I've, I refer to it also as like an evangelist as well. Yes. Like someone who just loves you <laughs> and screams from the rooftops. And it, I think it's really important to find someone like this. You know, sometimes they fall into our lap and we don't even realize they're going to be an ambassador for us. And sometimes it's really strategically picking someone to offer a photo shoot who you notice on social media tags their hairdresser, talks about the people they hire. Um, you know, just screams from the rooftops about other people has a big network of people in your target market. Like it's, yeah,
1: it's very important. Yes. In my case, I didn't even think about in terms of business. I just realized that when, you know, when you're generous, you get back generosity. So it's really that simple. When you always strive towards giving the excellent service and product, it will come back
0: to you. Mm -hmm. Yes. I love that. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about in addition to the campaign, or well, okay, how many clients would you say you know is like paying your bills and you're bringing the income from this fifty over fifty versus other clients?
1: I would say the majority, because remember, I okay. have tar- I've targeted a specific, uh, a specific client, a specific yep. gender, and a, st- at a specific age. And yep. uh, before the pandemic, um, let's say, okay, what happened during the COVID is that. This gender, this age was the first one to lose jobs. Women mm. over 50 years old were the first one, uh, when well, in executive positions, they were the first one to lose jobs. Mm. So the project made a lot of sense because, uh, I always stressed the, um, I always stressed the necessity the, 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 the let's say, the value of the, of, and the experience and the wisdom of the woman over 50, professional woman over 50. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you that the project is, uh, let me tell you like three more words about the project, what I do for every woman who takes uh, who takes participation in the project. So every woman uh, has to fill in two questionnaires, obviously sign a contract, and um, the contract that gives me permission to publish her image for the, for the necessity of the project. But then what I do, I take the copy of what she has written, I take her picture and I give her visibility on link it. I publish her photo, I publish her text, and sometimes the photo is like fifteen Thousands, um, uh, this visualization. I don't, I'm not sure it's the the right word. So Mm -hmm. people like that because I'm talking about them in third person and I'm doing, I don't have to do that, but this is the way I started to work. And I saw that women liked that. So everybody wanted to be in this special group that gives them visibility. So that's one, one, one more thing that I'm doing. And also Mm -hmm. for each edition after 50, uh, for each edition of 50 women, I organized a physical exposition. And it's beautiful because I do it in a beautiful palace in the center of Madrid, and wow. there and they are images. You can actually have a look on my website under the sli- under the fifty over fifty. There is the first edition, second edition, third edition, and now there is the fourth edition. Uh, fifty over fifty women, we slash men. I included men in that because uh, I, I wanted to make it more diverse and more inclusive. So now I'm bringing men, and now it's bigger because I have to photograph hundreds of them. 50 women and 50 men in the project. So you can see from the videos that it's in a beautiful palace. Uh, Each portrait is printed in uh, 60 per 90 centimeters in metacrylet, which is like a beautiful, huge portrait. And I organized a round table uh, in, in the inauguration. And we talk about female leadership. So it's like, it's a, it's a bigger event. It's not only about the beauty, it's about the uh, achievements of those women, of what they can bring towards the society, society, of how they can inspire other women who might be hesitating, taking the lead into setting up their own entrepreneurship, their own activity, you know. So that's the, that's the bigger objective. That's the biggest objective. It's like, they should, uh, other women should be encouraged by by these women because I'm talking about what they achieve, how they achieve that, and and uh, that we all have the impostor syndrome, so that you know it helps other women. That's that's the that's the whole objective.
0: I was just, you know, as you were talking through, I was not listening, but just kind of watching oh, the video. It's, <laughs> no, no, I, I no, I think it's fantastic. I just wanted to be able to reference it. It is amazing. It's so well done. It makes, you know, if, makes me want to be part of it. Oh. It's really, really great. <laughs> and, oh. I, and I think the way you've done this is so smart. You niched it down to a very specific target market. You made beautiful visuals around it. You made it a great experience. And it's, it almost seems like it's like kind of exclusive, like first edition, second edition, third edition. It's really, really great. Yeah, I'm super impressed. Yeah, I encourage people to go to your website and check it out because it's, oh, like, it's really neat. You. Now, can we talk a little bit about pricing and how, because yes. I know you're not just giving away all the photos now, no, like I no, know, no, no. like when you were first starting out. So tell us a little bit about pricing.
1: Yes, so uh, for example, for this 50 over 50 project, uh, there is a session fee and uh, everybody gets information beforehand and I encourage them to read the information on prices, which I send them as a link because I'm always scared that they don't open this link. And when they come to the session, they will think that uh, the the session price includes everything. So I'm always Mm -hmm. careful. Please read the the price list in case you want to invest in additional pictures. So the the, the way it works is that um, they pay a session fee, which is uh, 399 euros, 400 euros. And they get my time and and the time of my um, makeup artist. Mm -hmm. And they get, because they are part of the 50 over 50 project, they get one image, let's say, as a gift, as a gift. And that image is the image that will appear in the expo. And that will, that will the image that I will use for the app promotion on LinkedIn on my Instagram as well. So, they get that. And then, they, uh, they can purchase additional images. So, they come for the session, we do the session uh, with changes of uh, wardrobe, of course, and I'm trying to be creative. And uh, then we sit down and I'm not doing the physical reveal anymore because in the past I was doing physical reveal, like editing them, images, just mounting them, putting them on the wall for the mm-hmm. wow effect. Of course they had the wild effect. But then I realized one important thing is that I'm judging a picture from the point of view of a uh, professional point of view but it's not mm-hmm. my face so I discovered that women they pick up pictures looking at their face and this is a very personal thing I mean I can't mm-hmm. touch 100% well the expression they can so yes. what we do is we do a reveal of the raw images in Lightroom and we, we narrow the possibilities and then until there comes a time when she for example picked up 30 or 20 at which point I asked her look, this is the selection. This is the point where you have to tell me whether you invest in more photographs or you just walk out with this one gift image that I give to you. And uh, then she makes the decision on Mm -hmm. buying more photographs or just taking the one that was included in the price. And all the
0: times, obviously, it's very difficult because they love the images. Okay. Okay. I think this is a really great, efficient way to do this because it is, you know, people are coming in not necessarily with the expectation that they have to buy portraits or I'm going to do this for my website or I need these for whatever. Like, it sounds like it's more about just being part of the experience. And the reason I say that is when someone just books me for a personal branding shoot, it's because they are seeking out photos specifically because they need them for work, for their website, for their social media whatever. Mm -hmm. They're likely going to buy because they're reaching out specifically mm-hmm. for that. Where for this, I feel like it's a, to be part of something bigger, maybe not yes. necessarily to buy the photos. Yes. So I think that it's it's smart to not spend all of that time and energy and like everything on editing things. But how often do people not buy versus buy like a, a package or more individual photos?
1: It depends. Before the summer, I used to sell a lot of reveal boxes and that was like, before summer, mm-hmm. it was my time. Now, this summer uh i don't know we have a political crisis here and uh, and uh the prices in spain have gone so much up and i mean it's really food wise for example it's uh and i see that in the sales that i make but uh, i also uh do something that i didn't do in the past during the review session many times i do explain the value of the photographs and i do explain yeah. so sometimes I make a sale, even though it's not the sale of the billbox. but many times th- a client will tell me, look, uh, okay, know, it's, let me consult my husband or something like that. And I say, mm-hmm. no, 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 you have to decide right now. Maybe you can decide your husband and, but let's pick up the images that you, that you will want when you finally, um, consult your husband. Or many times, uh, sometimes they will say, oh, oh my God, it's so expensive. Or maybe she didn't read the price, the price list. And I don't like that. I really make sure I repeat three times. Please read the price list in case you want mm-hmm. to invest more images. I also say before the session in case you want images for your um, for your for LinkedIn for your for because most of the women are very active. Uh, they appear in press releases. They appear mm-hmm. in conferences. They will want a professional image. So you know, like they have to fill in a questionnaire in which they tell me I wanted to concentrate more on personal branding or I want more uh, personal images. So this is all discussed before the session. So that I don't have to go through this uh, while she's being prepared. So I, I make sure I really prepare. But sometimes I'm capable of making a sale out of no sale. Even if she says, you know, you know, this is so expensive, I will just take the image. And I said, Are you sure? Are you sure? This is for life. Those images are going to work for you uh, while mm-hmm. you sleep because I can see that she has a very poor image on LinkedIn. So I mm-hmm. can, ex- I, I can really expect it's not talking a client into a sale. It's not. It's explaining the client the advantages of buying a couple of more images. Mm-hmm. So, so I do that because maybe she doesn't realize people don't work with, with photographers. Never, I never photograph, um, models. I photograph, you know, like everyday people, like you and me mm-hmm. and still they see like, cover quality images and so they will i'm capable uh, of uh, explaining to them the value of the of the of the portraits the value of their portraits yeah
0: i think that's really important to if if you're out there listening and that's not part of your language around whatever genre that you're shooting about why like the value around it's like for personal branding for example i tell my clients that these photos are will make them more money if they're used well. You exactly. Know, if it, like, it's, like, there's different points that I have when someone's like, oh, I just need one headshot or whatever. Like, make sure you're using that language if you don't have that yet. And then the other thing too is what... So, okay, tell us about like packages. Do, are there specific mm-hmm. packages or is it all a la carte? I want to make sure people mm-hmm. know what, what, about that.
1: No, it's, it's not a la carte. So basically, uh, you know, I follow, let's say, the, the three... The three uh, products model that the client has, let's say, a safe clause in a contract. The client is always communicated that they will only buy what they want. So there Mm -hmm. is that safe clause. Okay, I don't have to buy a package. And that's my risk. But this is the way I, I decided to work. Because remember what I told you in the beginning. I want to make myself known as the best portrait photographer in Madrid so the more people I photograph the more people will talk about me so I don't care if they take one or three images obviously I want them to take um, higher package my review box Mm -hmm. I work with Graphic Studio and I don't work with anybody else because Graphic Studio has one product that I love the review box Mm-hmm. And I only work with the reveal box. I might work with black or white or any other color that, uh, that is a, let's say, personal branding color of my client. But mm-hmm. I have in my studio always white and black reveal boxes because it's a product I like. I love, I would like to mm-hmm. have one and I'm perfectly capable of selling, uh, that to people because I believe uh, that it will make them happy. The, for, yeah. I yeah. guess. So, so the packages are the following. Um, if we talk about packages, they can take a review box, let's say, of 20 images, uh, they can take a review box of 10 images and we take a review box of six images. For every single image I charge 350 euros plus tax. That's one single image, which is matted oh. printed in uh, 20 uh, per 30 centimeters. So it's the biggest um passe-partout that they that they sell in in, in graphic studio. Okay. Each single yep. image three hundred and fifty plus tax. If they take minimum six images, they will receive the reveal box free. If they take minimum ten images, they will receive obviously the reveal box plus a thirty percent discount. So instead of paying three thousand five hundred per ten image reveal box, they will pay two thousand five hundred plus nice, tax. yeah, okay, yeah. plus the plus the session session fee. So ideally that's my uh that's the package i most sell okay because there is a review box and there is a discount ideally that's my that's that's the package i want to sell the most and before the summer Mm -hmm. i sold the most but right now the market is a bit quiet i don't know why it's i i haven't stopped doing my job but uh but i have to tell you something also Nikki. many people copied my idea of uh, let's say uh Presenting a special uh, person on LinkedIn with uh, with the presentation. I started that three years ago, well, four years ago, pre-pandemia. And now they, I see many initiatives similar initiatives, which is good because they promote women. But uh, I think I was the first one to do that on LinkedIn three years ago, four years ago.
0: Now, are there other? Because a twenty five hundred dollar for your or tw- sorry twenty five hundred euros for your middle package plus your yeah. session fee, like that, is an, an incredible. Sales average if you were to always sell your middle package. Yes, if
1: I were to always sell, yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now, are there other photographers who charge much less than you? Uh, All of them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I had a feeling you were going to say that, but here you are and you're doing it. Like, really, if you take out COVID, you've only been in business for like two years. <laughs> Three years, right? Three two years. Three years, yes. Three years. okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but still, that's not, you know, especially when you're in an area where people are not used to paying those prices. And even if you are only selling like a couple of your middle package here and there, and then maybe some people take one or whatever, and it averaged out to be a little bit less than your lower package or whatever, like that is still really incredible. And I know you said too, that one of your main goals is still to get bums on seats to get clients in the door and ultimately that's going to grow and more and more people are going to start to pay that 2500 euros like it's just really great and and i i can see you just continuing to grow and grow
1: yes and i hope to be able to uh to uh invite more men uh, Mm -hmm. because right now i included men and um, I don't know whether it's the same for you, but for me, men are much easier, much yes. easier to photograph because they are more yeah. sure of themselves. And obviously the insecurities always come, in the, come out of, in the studio, but men are so easy to photograph. They're not so fast. They are, yeah, great. I look wonderful. And so yeah. per- <laughs> perfect. And, uh, and, and so I'm really happy with the special edition because I'm desiring to put more men into my portfolio and to really work, work more with men.
0: Yes. Yeah, that's exciting. Very cool. Have you ever considered bringing in like their partners into this, like with the women bringing in their partner and the men bringing in their partner to even just to sell more photographs? I, if somebody asks me the question, can I bring my partner? I said yes, um,
1: yeah. but there is a surcharge. I uh, of course, in that case, yeah, but there's a small surcharge, not not even that big. And my yep. personal opinion is that they will not buy more pictures. They will just, they won't bring their partner. If they have a specific number of photos that they will want to buy, they will not go, go over the specific number of
0: photos. Oh, I've had such a different experience with that.
1: <laughs> yeah, but but you know, is the US market, I mean, I've been to the US on numer- numerous occasions actually my son studies in Vermont so oh, cool. uh, yeah he's uh, he studies in Vermont and he skis professionally so uh, so I've been uh, last time I I've been there I stayed in a uh, in a Airbnb home and they were mm-hmm. all having portraits on, the, on their walls and it's so normal in the US to have portraits on the walls like family portraits look at them this is my family portrait
0: my yeah, kids yeah I and love me, that you know? oh I'm not yeah. saying to do a family portrait <laughs> I'm saying that maybe their partner also needs professional photos I'm not saying necessarily like a, a family photo or anything like that oh, I'm just I, saying, I, yeah. see.
1: I see but in that case I yeah. would uh, charge two sessions for him and for her okay. except yep. that if she wants to have like, let's say one image with her as a partner uh, together then I would just uh, charge a small t- search out of 50 euros and that's it And but uh, okay. if he wanted
0: pictures then he would have to that would have to be a uh, two session fee yes got it okay cool Awesome. Well, this is really, really great. It, <laughs> and it's encouraging to hear of, you know, people doing it outside of the US, outside of Canada, outside of Australia, where, you know, it's, um, it is just a little bit trickier. It is tricky because
1: here the sun, I mean, everybody's shoot and burn. And even, let's say, the professional photographers who are photographing professionals, let's say in companies like PricewaterhouseCoopers or Deloitte, uh, you know, they still charge 500 euros per day of work and they give everything.
0: Yeah. And, yeah. They,
1: and they go to the place. That's not for me because it's not my. Uh, that's 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 not what I want to to earn, and that's a different business model. So you know, I'm, yeah. everybody works the way he or she wants, but it's true that I have uh, high prices, and sometimes people uh, say, "Oh no, no, I thought you know, I I not want that because they don't. Sure. Yeah, it I, happens. Yeah, they, they they don't see the value. They don't see the value, and even if I try to explain my value by, for example, putting a banner on LinkedIn of the person before and after, and they see, oh my God, what a difference. Then they realize they should have a professional photo shoot from their LinkedIn, and many people just don't. So part of my effort also goes into education. I always educate. I publish at least two blogs per month, per week on LinkedIn, in which I try to educate people about the importance and the power of a portrait as an identity, as a professional identity, because we like to do business with people. Not with companies, and if you mm-hmm. don't have this portrait exactly. co- that connects you with your audience, then maybe you don't have a client. So yeah. there is lots of education that goes into 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 this business, but I don't mind because uh, I came to a stage where I'm, you know, perfectly sure of what I'm doing and uh, and of the value of the service and of myself. Even if I don't clients, I just remember, you know, I have to, as you said it, one foot in front of the another, just continue and be 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 consistent and always do your work. And clients yeah. will come if you do that.
0: Well, and, and it goes to show too that you, you have to do the marketing. And yes. it sounds like you have found a really great way to meet, you know, put your name in front of and your photos in front of as many people as possible. It's a law of averages. A lot of people are going to say no. Some people are going to say yes. But like everything you're doing on LinkedIn and your networking and everything, you're not just sitting there going, no one's going to pay my prices. I can't get any clients. Like you are marketing you are doing it you are like super proactive and that is the difference
1: yes yes it, but in the past I was like you know nobody loves me <laughs> don't get me wrong everybody goes through the stage nobody loves me because oh, totally. nobody, nobody yeah. calls me so it was just shifting you know and and uh and there came a moment when it shifted totally you know by itself but it took me years of education and surprise and the portrait masters helped me uh, actually yeah.
0: to yeah. get there yeah. Well I love it I'm excited for you it's so it's so awesome to have our you know European members sharing their <laughs> stories and so thank you yeah, yeah thanks thank you also, Nikki. I do have a couple of questions though that I always yeah. ask at the end yeah. of each episode yes. and the first I know you know because you listen but' uh, <laughs> Every single one, one of them <laughs> <laughs> The first question is what is something you can't live without when you're doing a photo shoot Spider holster.
1: Uh, Once Mm, I forgot it, I I, I couldn't, uh, it was impossible to work. I just can't, can't do without my spider holster. It's always there. It's always available. It's to correct my hair, camera here and, you know, just uh, Mm hands free. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love mine too. I feel naked without it. (laughs) Okay. Number two is how do you spend your time when you're not working? Art and
1: sport. Um, Okay. So I don't, I, I try not to work Saturday and Sunday. I mean, my kids are grown-ups my kids both study so eventually i had time for myself but i respect my time i respect yes, i respect good. my space good. so either saturday or sunday one of those two days one day is dedicated to art madrid is very cultural city so i there's always something to see a new exposition mm-hmm. a new gallery um and a new whatever or a new restaurant it's so much going there's so much going on in madrid i really love madrid for so that and the other day i'm out trekking just to get you know the the uh, just to get the stress and everything out so so right. i was taking my car we have mountains like you know and i would drive from madrid with mountains so uh, um, i do i do that yes
0: oh that sounds awesome very cool all right number three is what is I know you said spider holster too, but what is another photography product that you would recommend to photographers?
1: Mm, photography product. Uh, I love my Profoto lights because mm-hmm. my studio is really small. I mean, you would be surprised how small is my studio. And Profoto uh, has lights without, without, uh, without battery, like uh, they're battery powered. I don't have nice. to the cables. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to do session with cables everywhere, and uh, especially uh, that ugly. I stand on. Especially, and now I also had stands on wheels. They're yeah, from Newer, and all of them they move like they move very smoothly. So, yeah, those two things you know, portable lights, battery operated, and uh, my newer c stands on wheels. Sweet, I need a
0: see stand on wheels so bad. I keep saying oh, that. Get it from Newer. The Black Friday, you, yeah. you give them almost. You know, oh like yeah, good idea. Good idea. I'm putting it on my <laughs> list. Okay, uh, number four is what would you tell people who are just starting out? Oh, the
1: first think later. I mean, don't be afraid to experiment and always be creative. And that applies to me as well because there can, sometimes there are moments, there are, let's say, months when I don't experiment enough. Uh, but even mm-hmm. if we are successful photographers, I think one day per week we should be experimenting. New lights, new setups. I mean, whatever. Just exercise the, the uh, creativity. All the time, exercise the creativity because... When I look at my gallery, sometimes I, I think, oh my God, it's too, you know, I've seen it all. I need to do something, you new, know, maybe else. Um, There are many inspiring mm-hmm. photographers in, in, in the world and um, I admire many other photographers and I'm thinking, okay, let's try to do a session like he does or she does. And that's something that uh, that is worth doing
0: every single week. Yes. Smart. I love that advice. One time when I was doing my outdoor and on location course, And I was like, gosh, what can I do to like stretch my wings? Because I did, I mean, I was photographing in all different types of light, harsh sunlight, gray, cloudy days in a client's home, like in a dark studio, like all the things. And there was a gray day and I really wanted golden hour in the snow because I was doing it in different um, seasons as well. And I was like, I'm going to try to make golden hour. I had never done this before. (laughs) And I did, I made beautiful golden hour with a light. You know, and cel- orange cellophane, like, oh, and it turned out so pretty. And even though it was like 14 degrees, but anyway, so, and, and now I know, just like you were saying, Beata, it's like, now I know if I ever need to create golden hour again, I totally know how. It's great.
1: Yeah. I sometimes forget how I created something. And I asked my assistant, oh my God, do you remember the lights? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Does it to you? Oh, I love it. Oh yeah. My brain is all over the place. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you. And where can people find you online? Okay, so uh,
1: my name as an and my surname, uh so www.beatapraska.com, B E A T A P R A S K A.com. So that's my website, and from my website, they can connect it to all my Instagram, to my LinkedIn, to my YouTube uh twitter I, i'm i'm at Pinterest I'm everywhere maybe there is a connection of Pinterest but um Instagram I'm all, all also very active it's Beata uh lower slash what's the name for the lower slash uh, uh underscore underscore sorry yeah. Beata mm-hmm. underscore Praska for my portraits which is uh, something I like and I also have other accounts let's say for pregnancy but uh instagram is shadowing pregnancy because Oh. You know, the, the images are judged by machines, not by people. So for them, if you show them a little bit of belly, they think it's uh, they think it's uh, not appropriate. So I've been wow. shown, I've been actually told by by That's Meta that bummer. my images are not shown to uh, to people who don't follow me. So you That's can't rely on on social media. Really, yeah, yeah. you're you, you not you're not
0: in control. <laughs> so true. That's why I always talk about email list. <laughs> oh, email list. Yeah, I'm. Um, it doesn't work for me so
1: much, really, because you know what? I think email lists work when you offer, uh, when you
0: often offer a discount. I don't offer discounts. Um, oh, yeah. it doesn't have have to have anything to do with discounts. Not even oh. close. Oh no! Oh. So I misunderstood. There's a whole, but, other, world a whole other world out there. Yeah, I need to learn about that. There's <laughs> a whole other world out there. Yeah. I mean, because you could be collecting emails to have on your list. And then when you open your fifth edition, doesn't have, a, mm. have to have anything to do with the discount. But now mm. the people who showed interest in you before, it's like, hey, edition five is open, you know, and oh, you're, right. Have to you're right. Yeah. I have to give it a second thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, anyway, well, thank you again. I appreciate you and I will see you online soon. Thank you so much, Nikki. It was yeah. really a
1: pleasure and a dream come true. Thanks so much. Thank you, Beata. <laughs>
0: thank oh, you, Nikki. Awesome. Nice talking to you. Bye. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to the Portrait System Podcast. Your five-star reviews really help us to continue what we do. So if you like listening, would you mind giving us a review wherever you listen? We have to-do checklists for your business, lighting PDFs, I mean truly everything to help make you a better photographer and to make you more money. Once again, that's suebriceeducation.com.